1: everybody. Welcome back to Parks and Recollection. Um, I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Hare, Gary, Larry, Jerry, Terry, Barry, and uh this other guy who shows up for some reason every week. You are I'm Greg. I'm Greg. just Greg, Greg,
2: Greg. Every time Greg, I forget, Greg. but good. Greg, Greg. That reminds me of my favorite Emo Phillips joke. He was like, Greg, 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 or is emo, emo, emo. He said, I'm the one in the middle, you drunken slob.
1: <laughs> God bless Emo. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, this is
1: a fun day. This is a crazy day. This is a good one, you guys. We like to talk about parks and
2: recreation here. I don't know if you're aware of that, yes. guys, but there that's you. what we talk about here. And every so often we get to say uh, and talk about, oh my God, what the hell is going on with me? You, you've, We have this guest in the studio that is just <laughs> flummoxing me like crazy. We have uh, one of my favorite people I've ever worked with, the one and only, the amazing writer and great guy. And Huge LA Kings hockey fan, Mike Scully with
1: us. <laughs> Mike Scully
3: is here. Oh, my God. Hi, Scully. Hey, how you guys doing? Oh, it's a kick to be here. It's nice to see you all again.
1: Mike, everyone's a huge fan of yours, obviously from Parks and Rec, and that's what we're here to talk about. But, my friend, the Simpsons, you have done a few of those.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like 28 years worth. <laughs> wow, 28 <laughs> years worth of the
1: Simpsons. Yeah, yeah that is that's incredible mm-hmm. and you ran the show for a while right
3: uh yeah I ran it uh four years, seasons nine through twelve the four oh, most go. consecutive seasons of the show uh,
1: yeah that's <laughs> incredible and do you still love being involved with it and
3: yeah yeah The Simpsons has always been kind of a home to me and and they they've always been great like over the years I was you know consulting for a lot of years like one day a week and even when I was at parks like People knew like Tuesdays I was yeah. at the Simpsons, and word got around town. And I would go like to meet on other shows. Like we know we know Tuesdays. Oh really? Simpsons. <laughs> <Day.">
1: wow! <laughs> like
2: yeah. Scully's worth it. We know we don't get Tuesdays, but there <laughs> yes. four other days a week that you're available. He brings <laughs> it. He brings it. <laughs> Did you ever wind up on a, as a voice on the show, or are you? Uh,
3: Only one time, uh, just to kind of make a point, it was when Fox was renegotiating with the actors, (laughs) with the cast of the show, and had kind of taken this very strong stance against the actors, and to the point of where the president of the studio at the time uh, said they can be replaced with high school students. (laughs) (laughs) And so in one episode, we did a couple things to support the actors. Uh, We had this one Bart writing on the chalkboard at the beginning of an episode during that time where he says, I will not demand what I'm worth. (laughs) Uh, And then in one episode, Homer's laughing, but he's watching animation and like, the best part is, you know, they don't have to pay the actor's squat (laughs) because anybody can do it. And I lean in the window as Ned Flanders, and you hear my voice come out of Ned. Oh, that's uh, amazing. And it was just to make the point of how awful it would yes. be. Yes, if you it, just yes. That's amazing. <laughs>
2: yes. We should also talk about this
1: show. Yes, this show here. Yep.
3: Watching uh, the episode last night after many years where I, I just haven't seen it, it was a kick. I mean, I actually got a little emotional. Kind of seeing everybody again and remembering being on set for, it was a, those were great times. Mm. Uh, And sometimes you forget because you're just going job to job to job. So it's nice to kind of take a breath and go like, oh, wow, that was a really fun, fun week and a fun time in my life.
2: So this is season four, episode 11 of Parks and Recreation. It is called The Comeback Kid, and it was written by our awesome guest, Mike Scully. Mike Scully. Directed by Tucker Gates. It aired originally on January 12th,
1: 2012, and Jim, give us a little blurb. I'll tell you a little something about the episode. Leslie asked for help from her team, otherwise known as the Parks Department crew, in order to stage a rally to reestablish her campaign, which is off the rails, uh, but it goes about as terribly as it possibly could. Ben uses his newfound freedom to explore new hobbies, alarming Chris... <laughs> <laughs> really alarming Chris with their uselessness and causing him to step in and help. April and Andy adopt a new pet dog, the three-legged champion. This really is a special episode. I was thinking like in the
2: Mount Rushmore, right, of Parks episodes. This is yeah. this is there. And it's I also up there. Yeah. I also think, especially in the season, when I think about the campaign season. It's 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 the comeback kid for me, and it's um, the debate as the two I think most about that encapsulate the spirit of this season, of like this ragtag group trying their best to do something. And in this case, it's trying and failing, but doing it together. And then in the debate, it's the B side of it, which is Leslie on her own, just nailing it.
3: Yeah. And the, the debate was a lot of fun, too. I, I believe Amy directed that. Uh, and wrote it. And wrote it, yeah. too, right? Yeah. And, I do remember a very quick story on that episode was uh, Paul Rudd playing Bobby Newport at right. the debate. And we shot it in UCLA, I believe, like mm. Royce Hall, maybe. And at one point, I just I was the writer on set for that. Um, and I ran in a, a joke uh, to Paul Rudd. And I noticed he had a legal pad on his podium and he had been doodling on it. And I started to look at what he had doodled. And there was the Van Halen logo <laughs> and a pair of boobs.
4: Yay! <laughs> and I said,
3: are you doodling yes. in character? Yeah. And he goes, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Because this is perfect. what I think Bobby Newport yeah. would be
1: doing yeah, during yeah. the debate. That's amazing. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, my God.
2: Well, let's file that away to talk about again when we get to the debate. Yes. Um, some of our Nopes notes— Time Magazine voted this episode one of the top 10 episodes of the year in 2012, which is a, an amazing way to kick off the second half of the season. Yeah, And Retta, uh, Donna, is glimpsed in, I think, two early scenes, maybe one to two early scenes of the episode, but actually has no lines. In fact, Donna originally had a subplot, a small subplot, if you remember the Scully, in, in which she had to look after the parks department whenever alone when everyone was off doing their things, it kind of wound up getting excised from the final cut.
3: Yeah, well, Retta and I were feuding at the time. Uh, so, that's right. uh, so she wasn't allowed. I, I kind right. of demanded that it be it's cut smart. from the show. No, well, it's
1: smart. <laughs> you know, Retta and I were, were buds. It's still our buds. And uh, we would hang in each other's trailers and blah, blah, blah. And and I don't know that this was true. You guys could tell me, yes, uh, just my thought. Retta had knee issues. She had back issues. I think you needed to keep her off the ice. Does that make sense at all? Is there any memory of that?
4: Oh, that shoot. does that, actually
1: trigger something. That, yeah, I, think yeah. I feel like right. it was really a concern yeah. for her mm-hmm. because even though they were keeping us safe on that ice, we were still on ice, right? Yeah, we, oh and, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things <laughs> that was actually happen. a question I had for you, Jim, and, and for you, Scully. Later on, is that. And we'll get to it, but that yeah. scene was like that. I think that really is ice. And how hard was that? And how oh, much you guys ice. were? Oh yeah, it was ice. Oh, we'll get there.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. But anyway, <laughs> that's my that's my memory that Retta It was more of a safety. Like they mm. didn't like purposely, right? Not give her a part into that storyline. It was just.
3: No, I think you're right. See, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, no, we were
2: feuding. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, you're right, Jim. You're right, like Jim. It. But ultimately, Scott. <laughs> yeah.
3: no, no, yeah. I Red and I are still, we still talk once or twice. You're also a big Kings fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to go with her a couple weeks yeah. ago, and then I ended up having to go to, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, she loves
2: the Kings. Yes. <laughs> we should talk about this episode. We should get into We should talk, to, yes. talk synopsises. Again, we throw the word nope into anything we can here. That's... Just prepare for it.
1: <laughs> I, I think the one, uh, the first note that you mentioned, voted by Time Magazine one of yeah. the top 10 episodes of the year. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think. And it's one of those, as an actor in the show, that people talk about all the time. Uh, it's, that's, it's no, that's wa- great. It's one of the go-to episodes and that I, people I love. And
3: I do have to you know, credit, like right at the time Um this was an episode where, like, the story-wise, I, I think I was gone. I think I was at The Simpsons the day... The staff started talking about mm. it. So when I came in on Wednesday, Mike Sure had a lot of it already. I yeah. mean, and including the "Get on Your Feet" song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had a lot. I mean, it's it. Uh, you know, story wise, so much of this is Mike, and they and 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 as always, the staff is so good and so funny. They gave me a ton of great stuff to go off and and write the draft with mm-hmm. and then contributed a bunch of great stuff after I turned it in.
2: I think I remember being one of those episodes that kind of clicked very quickly in the room. And, you know, some episodes are built around an amazing, I think, a way in, a, a great premise. Some of them are built around this third act sequence we know we're gonna you want to get to, like Leslie chained to a gate in the second season, yeah. <laughs> or in this case, all the guys on ice and failing. And how do you work in a way backwards to create that, um, and once you have a great third-act set piece like this, it, it, for, I think for this episode, it really fell into place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, kicking off our synopsis, Leslie and the Parks Department are planning the big comeback for her campaign, and Leslie appoints Anne to be her campaign manager, uh, turning down Anne's suggestion of the experienced and unemployed Ben, since his presence may remind voters of their sex scandal. The team organizes Leslie's campaign rally at the Pawnee Sports Building, I just a pause. I remember calling at the Pawnee Sports Building really made us laugh a lot. Uh,
4: <laughs> so <laughs>
2: innocuous, just, so general <laughs> <the> sports <building>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, And Anne manages to land high school basketball legend Pistol Pete to endorse Leslie. April and Andy adopt a three-legged dog named Champion without consulting Ben. And Chris visits Ben at home and sees him involved in a variety of hobbies, none of which are going very well. And Chris guesses that Ben is actually very depressed. Wow. So this, within three minutes, we have several huge, great storylines kicked off. Yeah. yeah. um, That launches a lot of fun. You know, something that jumped out at me right away is that when Leslie comes into the office to pick her new campaign manager, it's very funny how she pitches this job to the crew as if it's the best job in the history of jobs, right? Yeah. But in reality, nobody wants it. They all look away. Andy and April bury their heads. I love how Ron ties his shoes (laughs) so he doesn't make eye contact.
1: Even Jerry (laughs) doesn't want it. I know, but I have to disagree with you on this. Okay. I think Jerry did want it. Oh. And if you watch the episode again, and I remember, you know, you have your certain memories, and I remember playing it like for, as if she'd never give it to Jerry. Mm. Come on, not never in a million years. <laughs> but you know, Jerry was helpful, and he did want to do whatever he could to help. And when she announces Anne, and I, 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 I really, I went back and forth on this watching it. There's oh, like good for her. Oh, but, oh that's a shame. That's fine. I think if you look at the episode, Jerry was on board. Mm. Not you know, Jerry wasn't like oh me me me. Mm. But and I remember playing it like that, and no one corrected me.
3: Because <laughs> so, you know, no, it does make sense if you're playing it's it perfect, wrong. Yeah. I
1: just thought Jerry would anything to help Leslie. Yeah, yeah. That's and great. so that's how I played it. Mm. And I do, I do remember doing that when I watched it. I saw that.
3: No, character wise, yes. you're absolutely right. It would have made perfect sense for Jerry to yes. e- to eagerly want yeah. the job, eagerly, yes. and for Leslie to pretend <laughs> to not see his. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: the only one giving her kind of like I'm yes. holding it like. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never. No. Never. Wouldn't even consider Jerry at all.
2: <laughs> Any other person would be amazing. At exactly. It. She'd prefer Andy over Jerry. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: Around three minutes forty seconds in, we have a scene where it's Leslie's campaign relaunch work meeting. Right. They're in that uh, that uh, that space. There's we stick to the rule where you can't do certain uh, like the Hatch Act kind of. So you can't work on the campaign and the government building. So they're offsite. And the team is talking about the relaunch and the rally. And it's when the most popular, I would say, and equally most explicit and perhaps most inappropriate blooper in Parks history took place. And it's Chris Pratt's ad
1: lib about Kim Kardashian. Oh, It has been viewed millions (laughs) of times. (laughs) Yes. That is brought up to me constantly. Yes. And if that doesn't tell you the brilliant mind of Chris Pratt, Mm. it— and my my favorite thing is to watch the reactions of, like, yeah. Amy and Rashida because, you know, because, yeah. of course, Nick and I, you know, we, we're laughing our ass. So. Yeah. But the yeah. girls are just like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
3: it's, it was an amazing moment. And Nick tries so hard to not break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. he, you know, got it, it. Yeah, it was one of the all time a uh, great inappropriate. It, it it's inappropriate. A- it's, so if you want
1: to go, you, we, we won't, don't have to get into details, but if you want, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube, type in Parks and Rec Kardashian. Yeah. If you type in Parks and Rec and Kardashian and blooper, I guess, you will know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And it is crazy. It's crazy. It had to be called out. It, it And we yes. will move on. We, but I do remember just <laughs> being there. There's that moment of, you know, you're hearing what someone's saying because, you know, we do fun runs and we can say whatever we want and there's this pause and then it all sinks in (laughs) and then just so funny. So funny. My God, (laughs) I love that. And then Retta, they cut to her. She goes, well, that's going to make the looper real. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) It is fun to be on set at moments like that, right? Where you're, it's a fun show to to, to write for. It's a fun show to to act, to be in, to watch happen. Then, you know, then these fun people, these funny people just inspire each other to be even sillier.
3: No, I always loved being on set on the show. I would sometimes, and the other writers would do it too. We would make excuses to go down to the set, which on a lot of shows, you don't. I mean, you're kind of almost avoiding the set sometimes, (laughs) depending on the show. (laughs) Um, But uh, the park set was one that was always fun to walk into. Uh, My favorite thing memory was always... Like walking in, and you sometimes hear Amy kind of that that great cackling laugh <laughs> yes. from across the stage, and you always knew there was just there was you know fun happening down there. And well, we, I love we to always hear talk.
1: that that you guys would sneak down because oh god yeah I love yes that. yeah because yeah. I mean we felt it but I didn't you know yeah it was I, I always say it was love and laughter for seven years yeah you know, not that every day is perfect that no nothing is but it was pretty great. Yeah. And, and,
3: and the cast, you know, J, uh, Jimmy, I mean, it was so inviting to the writers on set. Like we were encouraged to, you know, once we knew the we had the scripted version to run in a new joke or mm-hmm. uh, or to try something. And I used to love like something like, like you'd hear like Amy, like or if something just wasn't working. Uh, there was that co- you know comfort of where you could go in, or you know, Amy would sometimes just like Scully, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you knew you were going to have fun. To try, like you know, she would see the problem, and then you talk it out, and then try something new. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And and the cast was always wide open to new jokes and oh, and yeah. trying things. So it, it was fun, and and everybody on the show was funny. You know? yeah. there was nobody you couldn't like hand a joke to. Which as a writer
2: is a great thing. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors. No prep, no mess meals. Now, Factors fresh... Never frozen meals are dietitian approved, which is awesome. And they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals.
1: So, so good. I love this stuff. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you will always have new flavors to explore to help you crush your wellness goals. And let me tell you what I crush. They have a smoky bacon and cheddar egg bite that is Mm, 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 good. Mm. I tried their shakes also and they were so good. Oh, I'm a factor fan. Head to factormeals.com slash parksandrex50
2: and use code parksandrex50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code parksandrex50 at factormeals.com slash recs 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster
1: and for free. That is so true, Greg. LinkedIn knows that as a small business owner, you don't have the time or the resources to spend countless hours looking for the right person for the job. So they have launched a new feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. And it isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. In fact, get this, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Wow,
2: that, that, that's impressive. That's amazing. Post your job for free at linkedin.com parks. That's linkedin.com parks to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, so you know, in this uh, in this sequence, when we meet Champion, our three-legged dog, he walks in on Ben, who's home alone, eating sugar rice pop cereal, which I think is just yeah. great. Dry, by the way, no milk, uh, and uh, and he's reading Into the Den of the Lions, a book by our prop master extraordinary Gay Pirello. So when Chris comes in to visit Ben. The running gag of Ben loving calzones, which we've established already in the previous season. <laughs>
3: oh, can I can I jump back for one second? Yeah. Just on Champion, the three-legged dog. Oh, yeah, dog. please. Because when I was watching it last night, I remember so vividly going to Mike uh, because this was done, like I wasn't there that day. And I said a three-legged dog. I. I said, in animation, absolutely. (laughs) I said, live action, that could be really sad.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: And I I was really worried about it. And and Mike had just, you know, confidence. And he said, no. He goes, I think it'll be funny because of, you know— uh, Andy's love, mm. Andy and April's love for this dog. <laughs> I think it'll work. And I remember being so worried. And when I saw the dog, I was like, "Oh my god, is, is, are people going to find this funny?" But then once the scene starts, and you say is exactly what Mike said. Chris, you know Andy's pride of mm. this. He's the you know three-legged dog champion of the world. Why he named him champion. And there's so much joy in his face at this. uh, It's like, oh, I'm wrong again. (laughs) And and Ben,
2: to your point, Scully, Ben has that, there's a great line where he says, like, I have to ask, like, did he have four legs or whatever. We're, did he already have four legs when you got him, right? Yeah. And it's so funny because it just calls in, it calls yeah. out the question that we're all thinking at home. Like, no, we're going to establish it. This is just this great dog and we we really love him.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah. And I, this, I, I like this quick moment when Champion walks in and Ben's sitting there eating his cereal and he, you know, Adam, just so great. Hi. Just, yeah. hi. <laughs> like, this three-legged little creature. <laughs> I just love that.
3: I also noticed something last night that I never, know, I always... Writing for uh, Pratt, you know, uh, for Andy, in my head was a lot like writing for Homer, uh, in many ways. But I watched it last night, his face, the joy in his delivery of like the champion thing. I'm like, who does he remind me mm. of? And this is an old, re- you might get word. Re- Tommy Smothers, oh. of the Smothers brothers, yeah. has this great yes. facial expression, this kind of wide-eyed joy and and naive
1: look at all uh, things. Yeah. At all thi- and, yeah.
3: and that's what it was when I watched Pratt do it last night. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. as a kid, I loved Tommy Smothers. The audience can look him up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we refer to him as like a golden retriever, like, yes, dog in the in the room, like just that joy of like what's next. Yeah, yes. I love it. Yeah, yeah.
3: that was always uh, that was uh, John Swartzwelder's description of Homer when asked like how do you write Homer Simpson? He says, "Think that think about writing for a dog that can say his name."
4: Oh.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Well, this um moment when Chris comes to visit Ben, I love that. Just watching this, Chris immediately knows that Ben's depressed. Right. Yeah. Um and it, it's very fun for Ben to not play and for Adam to not play the straight man in this episode. It's not a version of the comedy we've seen from him in a while. You know, it's it's just it I think some of the best stuff especially in character comedy shows is once you've gotten to know the character is then then being out of that character. Right? Yeah. It's fun. That's why Ron and Tammy episodes are so fun f- with Nick, that Ron is this person who really doesn't change that much throughout the whole series. And then every once in a while, he's completely different. It's fun and types <laughs> of, so it was so fun to see Adam play this comedy version of Ben that we have never seen.
3: Yeah, no, and the two of them are just so funny together. They had a hard job, I mean, to join a show at the same time, a show that's already existed, Mm. and to kind of blend in so seamlessly as they did... Uh, is really a credit. People to People tell to the me all the time them.
1: they don't remember the show without them. Mm-hmm. Yes, like to yes. them, yeah, they were there from the beginning, and they, I think they, I'm going to say a number, twenty two or thirty of them, they weren't around, like twenty. Yeah, they
2: the first six episodes for right, season one, and then the first uh, twenty two of season. Yeah, so twenty
1: eight episodes yeah. they weren't there for, and yet yeah. people will think, yeah, they were there day one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah. How amazing is that? Was that perfect casting? How it just and that's so funny you bring that up, guys,
2: because they came in together having worked together right in the state office um, and they very rarely had a single scene together that was just the two of them. So this is, is actually, right? I think, the first solo yep. storyline between <laughs> the two of them. I remember watching an early episode of season three. There's like a tag when uh, when Chris comes in to Ben and he says, it's after, I think maybe it's after flu season. He's like, I think we need to stick around Pawnee for a little bit. And he's like, yeah. And Ben's like, yeah, I think you're right. And it, 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 it's our first, you know, sense of, oh, Ben is actually liking this place. He actually starts to like Leslie. Um, and I remember watching it then be like, I, we haven't seen the two of them talk <laughs> that yeah. much. Oh, wow. And they That's... ostensibly know each other very well.
3: Yeah. yeah, I still remember the day Rob came up to the office, like right when he first joined the show. And the writers, I don't know if you were in the room with yeah. this. You know the women on the show were obviously very excited yes. <laughs> that Rob L- Roblo was coming, and I remember like me and and Gore, and, uh, maybe Norm and and, and Harris. We were like, "Yeah, like we've seen him in the movies, but they can shoot you through all kinds of filters and do tricks. We'll see how Mr. Pretty Boy really looks up close." And he walked in, like, "Oh my God, he's beautiful." <laughs> 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 and in that scene you're referring to, when he's at those scenes at the apartment, mm. uh, we do the kind of the same joke twice. There's like two smash cut jokes of Rob, like inside the apartment to Adam, We're like, that's so cool. And then yeah. you cut to outside the door, and he's like, Ben, ben is depressed. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is, yes. This is yes. horrible. Yes. Uh, and then we do the same setup later. And once again, put him in the same spot outside the door and kind of acknowledge the fact, yeah, we know we yeah. did this type of joke a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it again. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's how bad the depression <laughs> <Yes>. is. <laughs> um, Well, I, I love this storyline between the two of them. We're going to get to more of it as we continue our synopsis. Uh, there's so much to talk about still in this episode. So Pistol Pete is going to endorse Leslie, but he refuses to allow the campaign to associate him with basketball or his former nickname since he's tired of the town always bringing up his one famous moment. Anne reluctantly gets Pete to open up more about his past life problems in an effort to get him to change his mind. And uh, while the gang, our know, Parks Crew gang, is driving over to the Pawnee Sports building... Uh, they're pulled over by police officer Len, who makes them abandon their truck due to Ron not being licensed to drive it. So f- let's just talk to so that little bit beat at the end. The gang getting pulled over. Um, I love how Andy is gleefully honking. This is more along yeah. that golden retriever, yes. like yes. wide-eyed optimist, yes. right? Yeah. Gleefully honking the horn. No along repercussions with the are, for your actions. <laughs> <Yeah>. You just, <laughs> this is what you want
1: to do in the moment and you do it.
2: And the the the, the cop has his uh, sirens go, and I think Andy's like, "Oh, they're talking back to us," and he keeps yeah, going so he with it. it going. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then Ron's dismissiveness over the laws, you know, the agreeing to disagree, even Champion having to hold his pee—all of those things also are both funny in the moment, but they all pay off later for this big Act Three set piece. where oh yeah we're doing.
3: yeah no it, it's uh, the just them all piled in that truck with Champion <laughs> is just really just the sight of it made me laugh. Uh, and I see
1: on April's lap. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The,
3: yeah. I love the uh, now be a man and sit on that girl's yeah, lap. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a great
1: line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but in that scene with Pistol Pete, I remember um, uh, Amy and Rashida are so funny in that scene with, with when he's telling them like about how it became his identity and how now he's not comfortable, he feels like he's living in the past. And I noticed last night, I can't remember if I remember it at the time or I just seen it for the first time, Amy is playing this funny version of disappointment mixed with seething
4: <laughs> <laughs> if you watch
3: her face closely uh, she's like trying to be sympathetic to uh. her story and but inside he's like this fucker
4: yeah yeah
3: yeah and is so funny just listening to his story about his dad and she, uh, the, the two of them I always love that having Amy and Rashida together just make me laugh I think it was the first time one of the you beautiful tropical fish
1: it was oh, yeah. it was and you beautiful tropical oh, fish yeah. and that is that's a line from the show that will live on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i had yeah.
3: forgotten it was in that episode yeah <laughs> yeah
2: i want to call out um what we would call in the writers room as a scully joke since we have the man ah. here with us, the myth, the legend.
1: Have you heard that there's Scully jokes? <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. It's the Scully joke.
2: It's like a certain formula for joke writing. That And you have many formulas, but there's one that always tickled us. And I think it was, we talked about this in a previous episode of the podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again. It happened in the first Ron and Tammy episode and uh ron has a talking head uh, describing how terrible tammy is and um i don't remember the exact detail in, of the line but it's just this you know describing her like the devil and then it cuts to uh um would i get married again sure if you don't believe in marriage what what the hell's life you know right yeah right, yeah. Right. yeah and it's that it's that unexpected turn at the end that you think you're building to something and it's going to turn and it just disarms you with the second joke that comes in and here we are and ron has a talking head about contractors and he said i don't want to paint with a broad brush Uh, here yes (laughs) but every single (laughs) contractor in the world is a miserable incompetent thief yes yeah, right,
3: I, I use that formula a
2: lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so wonderful. It's it's because it, you're building up a certain expectation, and then you get this feeling of, well, oh, I didn't see that coming. And the humor is in the is in the unexpected, right? Of that turn. It's yeah. so it's so great. No, I love Scully jokes. I love Scully jokes. There's another one from The Simpsons that comes to mind. I'm sure there are many that come to mind for everyone. But there's one. There's uh, do you know, uh, there's a something with Mo um, and old people. Does this ring a bell?
3: Oh yeah, um, from uh, Team Homer, the, the the bowling episode, yeah, uh, where they're thinking of having Mr. Burns join the team, and, and Mo says, you know, call this an unfair generalization, but old people stink at everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: God, they really correct. That's, uh, That's a Scully. Yeah, we got so, a Scully yeah, here.
4: Yeah, right. so, <laughs> Busted again.
3: <laughs> I also like the formula, there, and I can't remember what episode of Parks it's in. Where Leslie's trying to make a decision of who to put in charge of something. And i it's like, all right, I've made a decision. We're playing it safe. We're going with the crazy guy.
2: Yes. <laughs> I, I don't remember what episode. Yeah. It yeah.
3: From, but it's once again, it's just a formula of yeah. you think it's going one, one way in, and you
2: go the other. Yes.
3: <laughs> See, comedy writing is easy. <laughs> once you got something that works, just. <laughs> Just beat it to death. (laughs) Hell yes.
4: My God, I call that my career.
1: (laughs) Are you kidding? Uh, (laughs) um,
2: You know, we talked about it, but uh, these, this, this stuff, the scenes with uh, Pistol Pete with Anne and Leslie are so funny that yeah, I like that. There's a fun fact that Leslie and Pistol Pete overlapped at Pawnee Central school, I think they yeah. call it, and that he probably remembers her voice
1: from the morning announcements, <laughs> yes. which is
2: such a small little <laughs> thing, but you think about it, like, of course she's that. She's like that Tracy Flick-type yes, character. Listen, exactly. right? I'm about to
1: give you guys a million, multi-million dollar idea. Leslie Nope, The Early Years. Mm. Well, I'm not a writer. Young, nope. But what was high school year? What was Leslie in high school? Mm. Uh, I'm just throwing right. it out there. Okay. Wow. The millions are out there to be made, people. I, I'll be right back. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock. <laughs> 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 um,
2: well, we should um, let's keep talking about this episode. There's still so much more to go. I can't believe it. I love this episode. Ron, Tom, April, and Andy are forced to leave behind most of the event supplies and cram what they can into Leslie's car. Leslie's come to, to bail them out with the, with the cup. And because of this, Ron is only able to create a miniature podium with no stairs uh, and only a portion of Leslie's campaign banner is able to be displayed. And upon arriving at the venue, April then discovers that the basketball court she supposedly booked has in fact been converted into an ice hockey rink. So we have all that happening. We're going to talk about also the fact that Ben continues his distracting hobbies, and Chris says he needs serious help with his life. You know, just perhaps a midlife crisis. Yes. Um, Okay, so all of these things that have been going on in this episode, leading to this rally that's going to relaunch Leslie's campaign. This is the, the new introduction. She has lost her advisors, and here we are, and everything has gone wrong. Talk, you guys were both there. I was not lucky enough to be on set at the ice rink. Talk to me about the scene, about um, everything. And I think, yeah, we were talking about it, right? I, I'm jumping the gun. We're not even getting, but we're talking about it now. When Leslie goes out on the ice to give her speech, what was the feeling on
1: set that day? Uh, I will give you one. I have so many memories of the day number one, we're shooting at an ice rink. I love just Jim O'Hare as a person, as an actor for a thousand years at this point. I love location shoots. I just think certain things are fun. Like how did this happen? How am I here? How am I on an ice rink today? I just love, I just do love that. And so it was fun. But I was also in the in the middle of purchasing a, something called a green egg, which is a smoker uh, for like ribs and beef and all mm. this kind of stuff. And I remember talking to wh- whoever I was you know, whatever dealer was selling this thing to me. And I said, I cannot talk anymore today. I am in an ice rink. And this is one of the greatest days ever. And I <laughs> hung up. That truly was a conversation I had with a salesman about some green ink, because I knew it was going to, it just was so crazy. I knew things were nuts when wardrobe gave us our shoes and all of our shoes had cleats, had a little, um, I, cleats, is that the right, am I using Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a golf Like a golf shoe. And so- because they didn't want us to be falling like every two seconds. Right. But even with those cleats, we were sliding. I mean, <laughs> there was valid sliding going on. I, I think, and I, I, I've i seen in the episode, we could not stop laughing. We couldn't yeah. stop laughing. Um, trying to get Amy up on that podium was real. We were sliding, and we were trying to get her up there, and she's laughing so hard. And then we were feeling bad because we know we were ruining a bunch of takes, but we couldn't. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we start going out on this beautiful red carpet, and then boom, <laughs> because Tom couldn't negotiate it any better than he than he did. Anyway, so I that, that is one of my all-time favorite days.
3: I, I love that you were on the phone yeah. for a, a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, It's like you're, I thought you were going to say you were in the middle of like closing escrow on no, a house. I did
2: too, no. yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm buying a little thing you might call a house. Yeah. No, no.
1: no. A, a green egg barbecue. Yeah. That is what I was buying. And those are serious business. So of course you're going to, serious gonna, business. Yeah. But you know what? It didn't matter that day because this is about, this was about parks.
2: We're going to get back to the ice rink, but we should also talk about um, one, of the famous Ben Wyatt moments also is in this episode. Ben first has this idea for his fast food empire, the low-cal calzone zone, which I think he described as something like it's a fast, casual... Eatery, a whole new spin on Italian fast casual fast casual dining, as if the pizza has And he's like pizza. That's yesterday's business, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> pizza, never heard of it. I think uh-huh. he says. <laughs> but the claymation. Oh my god!
3: It's so it's so damn funny. And again, that was like there it dropped in my lap by Mike and the and the rest of the writers. <laughs> uh, that idea came up, and uh, yeah, I mean, watching it last night, it made me laugh. Mm. I, and his hopes every time he hit the button <laughs> yeah. that, thinking that it's got there has to be more than that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there had to be a glitch so because, because there yeah. has to be yeah. more. Yeah. And
2: I think he said something like he he said that he told Leslie that it was Avatar level. Yes, yes. right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the other he compared it to Avatar. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and then the depression sinks in because yeah. now he realizes, yeah. oh damn.
2: And that goes to what you were saying, Scully, but we just start beating this 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 joke and it's funny that every time something's going on Chris beefs up Ben and then in a talking head outside I said yeah. that man is severely depressed so <laughs> yeah. something's really wrong with yeah. him and you have to kind of keep saying that so that this moment really lands too And Ben's like oh no oh yeah. no my life is in <laughs> shambles <laughs> really bad. Yeah. yeah and I think uh,
3: Chris also makes a reference to him being able to tell something was wrong by uh, Ben's hair
2: oh right didn't have that uh, same something yeah, yeah yeah it's about the ridges
3: but uh, I, I couldn't help but notice, like, God damn, Adam Scott has amazing hair. He does. <laughs>
4: he, does.
1: he does. And he still does. Yes, even, yeah. when, we're, even yeah. when
3: we're using it to indicate depression, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I also want to do a, a jump back here um, uh, because, as much as so many things went awful, before they went awful, things looked really good. Mm. And the moment when Amy is going, is so excited because of, you know, Pistol Pete, and she is about to break dance. Oh my God. Is yes. just another brilliant. Oh, yeah. Amy yeah. Poehler, Leslie Nope, whatever you want to call it, moment. She has to get it out. Yeah. And it comes out. And then when they cut to her with her head on the floor, trying to do a, yes. what would you call it? A head. Sp- I don't know what rap, I yeah. don't know what goes on. But yeah, because oh the gosh.
3: scripture said, I think Leslie breakdance. yeah. breakdances. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then Amy on the spot had to just kind of come up with, some different moves, and <laughs> so yeah, we shot her in a bunch of different uh, yeah. fuzz, but it's super fun, and it's a uh. Extremely popular uh, GIF, as the That's kids right.
4: say. <laughs> they do say that. They, <laughs> they do, do say that. all the
3: kids. Oh my god! It, something it, it, gets it sent is all the time. It yeah. gets sent to me by people who like friends who've like forgotten that I worked mm. on the show, or they'll they just send it as a way of like good news, celebrating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: well, let's um yeah. <laughs> let's move. We've, we've talked about it a bit. I I may have jumped the gun earlier to get us going, but in our synopsis, here's where we've landed. Leslie goes out on the ice to give her speech, but Tom's red carpet ends abruptly, so she and the whole department slowly creep their way to the podium on the ice while champion pees all over Ron. (laughs) They have to hoist Leslie up on the podium because there are no stairs, as Jim was talking about. really took some effort here. And all her index cards are out of order, and it's no surprise that her speech falls flat in front of the crowd. And you have that great moment. I I love the way we played it where she's like, this is really... Like, this is really not going well, right? This is really a failure. Yeah, a disaster. yeah. yeah. and yeah. there's something so real about, yeah, this didn't really go the way you planned. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, this is the episode that we're g- is going to launch the rest of the season. Um, And it's demonstrating that they have an uphill, they have this like Herculean task ahead of them, right? Yeah. To go from 1% and the the snap polls that Pawnee has to winning. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, no, it was that whole day... Um, it's it was just such a fun sequence to shoot. That was all shot at the Pickwick Ice Rink in Burbank. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. But in the locker room, I do remember uh, just backing up before they get out on the ice when they're bringing in the ver- uh, like the sign of Leslie. It's just her eyes, and <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god!" And then she's like hoping nobody shows up for the event. And Jerry is was <laughs> in charge, mm. and it's just <laughs> like. Please tell me you pulled a Jerry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so hurtful. Like, I don't, no, <laughs> so I don't hurtful. like
2: that you guys say that. I don't like <laughs> yeah. that. But don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I
1: got it. I did. There's 100 people out there. Yeah. No, I love that this,
3: this is the time Jerry came <laughs> through. For, yeah. uh, and also Pratt, I remember being in the locker room and like there was some hockey equipment around. And during the takes, I I there was a goalie mask sitting there, and I asked Pratt just to put it on for a take. And mm. so goes,
4: I remember and, that and moment, I
3: remember yeah, I, was... Chris, like right away, he goes, "Okay,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no questions asked." Oh, and he just plays the whole scene, you know, this without with ever doing anything with it or referencing. It just has the mask on. So it just has the mask. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but out on the ice, because you're right. I mean, you're on ice; it on is ice. scary. And there's there was a planned fall. Mm for Chris Pratt to take. I mean, and there was a stunt man there and we told him, we'll, we, you know, we'll have the stunt guy. We'll do your fall. Mm. And he insisted on doing it. And if you watch, he falls hard. Right? Mm. <laughs> he gets kind of hard. And then, I think there was a little bit maybe I should have let this. <laughs> but to his credit, he uh, got up and I think he did he he might have done a second take of it. Mm-hmm. I don't recall. But it's a it's a really terrific call. But everybody doing those little kind of Tim Conway steps yes. on the ice mm-hmm. in in unison to get out yes. there and 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 you know Nick having to carry the dog while doing oh. it, you know. So now you feel responsible. You got a dog who's already got three yes, legs. Yeah, is yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ice is a challenge. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So all that was just a, it was fun to watch, and I think. It was just a fun, like, physical sequence. Amy, you know, one of her heroes is Carol Burnett. And mm. I think that sequence of her being hoisted, you know, struggling to get on the platform, yes. was kind of her channeling a little inner Carol Burnett yeah. and making, like, her body just kind of go limp and you guys having it to try to all get of her. her up there. Yes. And we were
1: laughing. So Nick, it, she, Nick well, Ron yeah. was laughing so hard. It was craziness.
3: No, it was like everybody knew, like, she knew uh, that. The slower it is, the fun, the funnier it is. Yes. Yeah. You can always yes. tighten it in editing if you want, but you can't make it slower. And mm. and it was just fun just to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it was a blast.
1: So And also what was cool about when all this was happening, our, I believe was McGill the DP then? Was he full-time? I think Tom McGill was a DP. Tom yeah. McGill. And they were on, um, he was on skates. And he was. The camera was on, like, some Mm. slide thing, and people were skating around with cameras. I mean, the whole thing was just so cool. Oh, yeah. I was actually
3: really pissed. I brought my skates and stick, and I thought, oh, maybe we can have a little, like, pickup game because I knew— And they wouldn't let me out on the ice because I was not, like, essential personnel.
4: (laughs) Oh, for a liability thing? It
3: actually, yeah, it was a liability Mm. thing with the studio that it was no reason for me to be actually on the ice and skate. So I was was so mad. Oh, yeah, it's
1: been like a dream come true. I get to play hockey with these great people. (laughs) But, yeah, the laughter that was going on was, because it's such a ridiculous situation. You got a pissing dog. You got, you know, Andy falling and Leslie trying to get up there uh it was great. and then the music of course well, the
2: music I want to talk about that yeah so when we did the cast read through for this episode so i at the time was the writer's assistant i was at my desk there're two audio cues in this episode we never sometimes we'd have music but as a as a you know mockumentary there aren't many audio cues in a in a script but this one had two uh, and so the mike sure had this plan that we would have both of them in the episode and so i had REM stand for the uh, claymation scene and I had Gloria Stefan's get on your feet ready to go and so for the, the table read for the table yeah. read say thank you and uh so the first you hear that tiny snippet of stand you know stand in the place and it cuts out <laughs> yes. um and for me as the assistant who doesn't normally participate it was a it was a joy to get to have a, a a part to play and that was great but when we did get on your feet we every time it's written in the script that it plays again, we played it again and it killed.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it killed like, you know, you always have laughter. The, the network execs who come, the studio people and art. But I think everybody from that moment, from the moment it was pitched in the room, to the moment it happened at the read through to the moment it, we just talked about it shot. It's one of those things that just has always worked. It always, it, it just killed yeah, no. Anytime you can add a little production value
3: at the table read, it right. just makes it more fun for everybody. Yeah,
2: <laughs> let's let's close out this episode. Unfortunately, with our synopsis, to say that here we are at uh, at the ice rink, and Pistol Pete arrives to endorse Leslie after sorting out his issues, his emotional issues. The crowd loves it until he attempts to dunk and immediately slips falls, breaks his arm, <laughs> uh, uh, and rushes over. Uh, the event is officially a total disaster. Um, speaking of the disaster, Ben realizes how pathetic his life has become uh, and is touched by Chris's efforts to help. And later, post-terrible rally, everybody comes back to Andy and April's house and, and Ben accepts an offer from Leslie to become her new campaign manager. And in that tag Pistol Pete asks Ann out on a date when she and Leslie visit him at the hospital and she says no cuz she's married <laughs> cuz she's, and, ma- she's married. <laughs> and Leslie no you're not. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean what a shitty wingman. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you set up this person and then when they say no, I'm actually going to be still a terrible wingman and yeah, not have that your happens. back.
1: <laughs> And pistol Pete falling was so perfect.
2: That's a tough looking fall. Man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that,
1: no, that wasn't him, right? No, that I think was, that was a stuntman. Yeah. Stunt but man. even
2: for a stuntman, you're like, you gotta nail it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, definitely. That's, that's a lot of
1: ice underneath you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no give. <laughs> and also you gotta remember, while you know, story-wise, while Amy Leslie is up there giving the speech, looking at her are her former campaign managers. I mean, oh, so yes. it's just such a horrible. Like it's just as horrible as it can possibly get. Yeah, and then, but then it's it's you kind of need to just like Ben,
2: we showed him at rock bottom here. Yeah. You're kind of showing Leslie at rock bottom. Like we never saw her rock bottom in the campaign storyline. We saw the 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 advisors leave her after the um, the trial of Leslie Knope, mm-hmm. Um and you know in the Christmas episode and. Uh, but this, we're seeing rock bottom for her, which is important. So you know that she is going to have to, you know, have this, this task of of rising again. And and that's why I think was so fun that we're going to show you a bunch of stuff that's going to go wrong with your main character and your right, characters. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, you're going to love them even more for it.
3: Yeah, no, it was fun to see them all come together. And Parks was the first show that I ever worked on where uh, doing story arcs. Mm. I had never been on a show. I've always been on shows that, you do a story, and then it resets, and then the next week is all be new. A totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry about it. So it was. I learned a lot, you know, from Mike watching him kind of plot out the season. I frequently got episodes to write that didn't apply to the arc, like kind of standalone mm. episodes. It was fun to do something that was part of, you know, the season arc and uh, and and see it all to come come together. But no, it was it was really fun to to watch again and, and relive those, those moments. Um, Cause you know, it was, it's a special show. It really is. you know I look back and uh, uh, like I said, having all the laughs in the writer's room coupled with all the laughs on the stage, it usually doesn't happen like that. Yes. <laughs> it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes.
1: So. I've had this conversation a million times. I've been on a bunch of different things over the years. Uh, nothing was ever like parks I, that yeah. I've experienced. Yeah. And I've been on lovely sets, like mm. really lovely sets, but nothing where from top to bottom. And again, I, I credit the whole thing in my mind. I could be wrong. <laughs> you guys could be thinking he's out of his mind, uh, Mike and, and Amy. So when you have the the top yeah. of the uh, you know the showrunner and then the the your number one on the call sheet, who are both incredibly lovely people, who just want it mm. to be good, without craziness. Yeah, that's what you can have.
3: Uh, they're working the hardest of everybody. <laughs> you know, they're putting in the most yes. hours. And sweating the most. So if they're not complaining and making it miserable, I don't have the right to do mm. so either. So.
1: I couldn't agree more. Because right, I'm good correct. at it. You know? oh, you are, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. When you're number one. <laughs> I can stir
3: the pot, man.
1: I oh, man, if I'm number one, I'm bringing that <laughs> yeah, shit down yeah. week one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. okay.
2: So the two of you should not do a show together. No, no, because like. no, it will not no. be good. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, no.
1: They will be angry. Well, we Very like to, angry. we
2: like to talk about the Parks theme of gifts, parties, and jobs. So many episodes have either a gift given, a party thrown, a job gotten, and in this case, Anne gets a new job as Leslie's new campaign manager and is fired from in the same episode. And is thrilled to be fired. And thrilled to be fired from. <laughs> it. And Ben gets a new job as her new new campaign manager. This yes. episode, we have two jobs, the same job. Our most valuable Pawnee and our episode MVP is the thing we like to talk about here. Yeah. Um, which character? What uh, and what character moment? Maybe in this episode sticks out the most to you and why? Oh, what do you guys? Anything? Oh. Somebody go first. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seen that too, because there's, there's so many. That was a Scully being like, "How do I pick from my darlings?" <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, I have to go Leslie. I, I I just do because so many amazing moments from the from the the dancing to the performance of getting on the stage and, and dealing with the nightmare that's happening on the stage and her dealing with Anne and the, yeah, for me, everyone's great. I, I you know, I love, everyone's great in this, but for me, I'm going to have to go uh, Leslie Nope. Yeah.
2: No, you and I are very like-minded in this. Uh, and a lot of these, I think MVPs, you know, these episodes really do stick out. And, and I think about that, that moment on the stage when she finally gets up there And she kind of just after their index cards are out of order and she's kind of like, this is not gone well. This is and she has this like (laughs) this like laugh of uh, this honest laugh that you kind of can't fake, but she does such a good job, like this, like this is not great. And she just encapsulated this feeling so well to me of why this episode works so well. And in an episode where she is the RA story, she is the comeback kid, but she doesn't have this huge arc in it, this huge moment. She really does stand out. She really takes a kick.
3: Yeah, I thought this was one of Amy's weaker performances. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Welcome back to Point Counterpoint.
2: I don't know <laughs> I just she just yeah you know, she yeah she
3: usually makes me laugh no, I just I know, wasn't I know, feeling, I
2: know. feeling No yeah, I just, that's, that's no. fair that's no. fair we sure. you and I just participated in the Scully joke yes, yes, <laughs>
1: yeah we did
3: <laughs> now uh, yeah because it it was like you said it's comeback kid it's all about Leslie all the way through it was fun going back and everybody was hilarious but spotting those little things like I said like the disappointment coupled with seething and in the ice sequence there's one spot where like, things are going Really wrong on the ice, and the music cue comes in, and she instantly, like, head goes up and smiles at the crowd. <laughs> up, yes. Yeah, which I don't think I had noticed before, but it instantly lights up like it's still going great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so funny. It's little stuff like that that just kills me. Mm. And, uh, you know, so. And
1: also, the, to go back different little to the episode when uh, Pistol Pete falls. Mm. The music yeah. kicks in again. Uh, the is. poor guy is literally yeah. he can't lit get up, on his feet. Yeah. On, yeah. Yo, yeah. and, oh, and, oh, and there's a great
3: reaction shot of Pratt laughing at that. <laughs> of course, <laughs> the guy looks like he clearly hit his head on the ice, <laughs> exactly. and Pratt's just cracking up.
2: So. <laughs> oh god! Well, she did great. I mean, it is a great, it's a great Leslie episode, a great Amy episode. We maybe you throw a bone. No, I guess a pun intended to champion our three-legged like dog. Of oh, oh, God, god, god. god yeah, bless yeah, champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely.
4: I
2: think you do. Yeah. We should get a, a a town hall. We should get a okay. question from our listeners. Sure. Uh, we're going to set it. We set it in different places in Pawnee. It's when we get a listener question on our own town hall. And let's set this one in the Pawnee Sports Building, North Gym.
1: Makes perfect sense.
2: Um, and of course, when it's the ice rink, not the, uh, the basketball court. Um, and our producer uh, Sean Doherty is going to read to us. So this is a question from Claudia in Australia. Claudia wants to know. I wanted to know if you have a particular scene from the show that makes you laugh out loud every time you watch it. Mine has to be the scene from the episode "The Comeback Kid" where the song "Get on Your Feet" is playing. I honestly cannot stop laughing every time I see it. Thank you for this podcast; such a gift. That's thank a you. great thank
1: you from Australia. Australia. Yeah. Wow. That's is that south of. Uh, of Michigan or where is that exactly? Oh,
2: you poor man.
1: Oh, okay, well, we'll get into (laughs) geography later. Okay. Uh, Okay,
2: a a scene that makes you laugh out loud every time you see it. Jim? Oh,
1: I mean, there are some, I will, when I'm in the mood and I need a laugh, I will go to YouTube. Um, Definitely, this is one of them. The ice is one of them. The bloopers are almost always going to be on my list. Yeah. Um, Just bloopers I'm not involved in. Just, funny, crazy moments. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, you'll probably say stuff that'll remind me. I go, oh my God, yes, that one. Well, there is one that immediately came to mind. It, it's coupled with the, the feeling of
2: being in the writer's room also when it was written. And it's going to be, I believe, in it's it's in a season or two, and it's the episode Two Parties. And it's where Leslie and Ben have their two um, bachelor, bachelorette parties. <laughs> oh, great. There's a scene in the last act where... Andy has this run about Chris's eventual Chris Traeger's eventual bachelor party when they realize they never threw Chris a. Ba- He's the one who didn't get this bachelor party, and we'll all get to this. I don't want to spoil too much for some of our listeners, but Andy goes on and on about this fantasy about one day he'll yeah, he'll be in a cave. I remember he says, "And I'll be in a cave training." Do you remember this? Yes. Where he, yes. he goes on this amazing run and it and every time they think, Ben says, okay, we're going to move on. And he just keeps adding to it, right? And that's the fun of Andy, I think, is that he is just this, this cartoon dog. But in the room, it just took a lot on a life of its own and it made everybody laugh and we kept adding to it and we keep giggling. And you're like, this is never going to make it in. <laughs> this is a waste of time. We're going on too long. This is a joke and a joke and a joke, and it did. And that's one of the scenes I always go to.
3: Uh, a couple come to mind. One, one you referenced earlier uh, in the podcast was Leslie uh, chained to the gate in mm-hmm. uh, 94 <laughs> meetings. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because it just, at the time, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Amy was pregnant, right? Mm, yeah, I believe, I believe she so. when there pregnant. was a concern about yeah, it was that a whole thing. About yeah. like, and, yeah. just, and so the scene makes me laugh, but also her being so game mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> where she had a perfectly <laughs> great excuse to say, I'd rather Can't not do, do that. Yes. Uh, that was also, um, you know, when Andy does the movie, the entire movie Roadhouse
4: <laughs> yes. <for them. laughs> yes.
3: And I wish the audience could have seen the full version because it goes on and on <laughs> and on of him doing every story point in the movie and doing the the fight scenes and stuff. Mm. But even just watching it when it when it aired, it, it it made me laugh on its own. But also the memory of mm. how long he actually did it, uh, <laughs> it just cracked me up. So, but I mean, there's Great so moment. many yeah, uh, little yeah. moments.
1: Yeah. And if I want a tearful moment, if I've ever in the mood for a little cry. All I got to do is put on the final, the finale Yeah, mm, because yeah. I couldn't get through the damn episode shooting it, let alone watching it. Just tears, tears, tears. Mm. And I think it was done so perfectly. But yeah. that's another topic. That's the finale. We're not there. Do you know what's going to be there. so sad? We're going to have to talk we're about it at there. some point.
2: Some point. Oh, my God. That's going to be sad. That could be
1: a rough day for me. Just well, so you know. Well,
2: before we get there, let's let's be thankful. Let's be thankful for so many things this show, up, especially being joined here by truly a, a great writer, a great guy. Mike Scully, thank you for yeah, being Mike, here and with And you us. Know, probably, my I pleasure. know you
1: hear this, and you're probably, saying, but you're iconic. You're not just, you're not just a writer. You're <laughs> an iconic writer. I mean, you were no, but truly, I'm a, I'm a
3: laconic writer. No, you're,
1: you're, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you're Mike Scully. Everyone knows the name. Everyone knows what you've done. It's, you're, it's just exciting that you're here. It's just oh, thank well,
3: you. no, it's my pleasure. I'm an extremely lucky, lucky guy. I have no right to this career. You know that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it was an honor to be part of the show. And, uh, and I think, um, you know, Greg and Mike for you know, bringing me on and taking a shot at uh, at Cartoon Boy. Giving
1: the Tuesdays <laughs> off, yeah. Uh. With Tuesdays off.
2: With Tuesdays off. Yeah. Well, Scully, thank you for being with us today. Thank you all for listening to us today and all the time. We love it. We love hearing from you too. We love hearing your thoughts and the reviews and the things you want us to talk about. So uh, give us a review. Throw five stars in because, you know, stars, you know we deserve it. <laughs> um, and so wherever you're getting this, wherever you're Was listening, that the yeah.
3: barbecue salesman was calling to uh, <laughs> exactly.
1: make, you're, Jerry
3: uh, yeah, Jim you're going to give me five stars yeah,
1: exactly because I, I was four but then <laughs> yeah no, no I, I, and I went five I do love it and yeah so for the green egg I, I heavily promote the green egg well thank you
2: to Jim thank you to yeah. Scully thank you to our producer Sean Doherty thank you to our engineer Joe Samuel thank you to all of you and from all of us here goodbye from Pawnee